0: It's very important to be intentional with what you want. When it comes to friendships and relationships and even our family members, we let people walk all over us, we let people say inconsiderate, rude things, and then we laugh and we say, oh, that's just so-and-so being that person. But are we really okay with that? Are we okay with walking through life, letting the people that we call our support system say rude things to and about us, making us feel less about ourselves? How does that make us view people who talk down to us? Are these friendships and relationships that are growing and being built properly? We spend so much time tearing each other down that we don't ever give each other recognition for the things we do right. And then those things fall off the wayside. I want to see people who are open and honest to what they need and be vulnerable to people. I've made some new friends recently and I messaged one who I'm going to help with some life coaching and helping with his breathing issues. And I sent him a message thanking him for how open and honest he was and how um, much of work I've seen him do and how impressed I am with him. And it was a very kind message and I wrote it in a very bro way, in a way that somebody um, like him would receive well. And he didn't respond to me for a few hours and that really bothered me. And so the longer I thought about it, the more negative emotions I attached to him. And so I texted him and I said, hey, I... Um, actually, let me pull it up. I'll read it. It's right here. I said to him, Hey, I was sitting here reflecting on the message I sent you earlier, and I started to feel uncomfortable that I hadn't gotten a response. I totally respect and value when people make me feel acknowledged, especially when I am being vulnerable. I used to always wonder why I struggled with making friends and keeping friends, often blaming myself and saying that I am not meant to have friends. I realize that in order to have a friend, you've got to be a friend. And that means showing up. That means responding to the text. It means having faith that you can rely on another person, and it all starts from small victories. It starts with a thumbs up emoji or thank you text hope you had a good day, ma'am, with a thumbs-up sign. And I thought that was very respectful. I feel like that was very direct. It was very representative of what I was feeling at the moment, of what I needed from him. And it was a good foundation for me to lay to start that friendship. Hey, if I message you, it is important to me that you respond to me. Because I don't want to be friends with someone who doesn't make me feel important. I don't want to be friends with someone who makes me feel rejected, or like I'm not good enough, or worth a response. With how much people are on their phones, it is very disrespectful to not get a response from somebody. And I feel that. And so I let people know. Because I don't want to give people the opportunity or allow people to continue to hurt me. When all I have to do is share exactly how I feel. Think about vulnerability and think about what you could be saying in order to help the people help you in your life. Hey guys, this is Joey. So, I'm going to start back at the beginning. I was born in California to my parents, who are Joe and Barb Diarco. My dad was in the Air Force for 26 years as a chief master sergeant. My mom has done a plethora of different jobs and now is about to retire from the military as a civilian. And growing up, I lived in Louisiana, and then I lived in Italy for four years, and I lived in Germany for three years. After that, I came to Utah which is when I learned what hate is from the people and community that I was submersed into. Um, I had a very hard time growing up, people were very disrespectful to me and my family, I remember my sister was on the softball team in high school and the other girls started a petition to get her kicked off because they thought she was a lesbian, she hadn't even come out yet. And with me, my best friends found out that I was gay when I was 15. Pushed me out of the closet, and I became a joke to the entire community, north and south, many, many miles. I was just gay, Joey, and guys would experiment with me and then go back to their girlfriends. And people in that community just were very wicked people. And it's, I'm really sad that my sister and I had to go through those things, but I'm glad that we grew from them because I see the people that were making our lives so horrible passing away and not enjoying their life and starting over and over and over and not really finding that joy. And I know that I struggle a lot with keeping my med my mental health straight. And the main reason for me now is because of my last two head injuries. When I was on deployment, I had my head cracked with a metal chair. And then when I got back um, a few months later, after I started uh, dating Chris, I went to, Georgia um, in February of this year and then my Uber ran a red light and I got into another car accident sustaining some pretty bad head injuries. Um, And from that I had a steep downcline to some suicide attempts and we decided to put me through ketamine infusion therapy, um, which is an amazing therapy and I'm blessed to have found it and I'm blessed that it worked for me. Um, The only unfortunate thing is that I do feel Like my brain has sustained such damage that it's hard to focus and it's hard to kind of get back to all the progress that I was making, but I am doing that now. So my life has come and it's just been very exciting and exhilarating and wonderful but also sometimes scary and I've been very fearful and I've lacked vulnerability and I spent a long time being afraid of people and I've spent a long time not loving myself. And I guess where I am today is that I think I'm starting to love myself. I genuinely feel a a real respect for myself. And I'm really excited to keep seeing how much I can grow. Thanks for listening. Bye. Alright guys, tonight I'm sleeping on this side of the road between Colorado and Moab. And I found a fine spot, and it's hot But the thing I've been laying here thinking about is this phrase that Brene Brown talks about. The story that I'm telling myself. And so because Chris and I obviously aren't together, which is something that's new, because we've spent every day together, every single night we've been together, we have slept in the same bed except for 15 days in the last one year, eight months. So we've been like hardcore Joey and Chris and now we're like taking some time apart and it's really weird because the story that I'm telling myself is that he's not responding to me because he feels better with me gone. Or that he's with someone who's making him feel something different. Someone who's making him feel happier or excited or someone that's making him sparkle at them. That's what I'm telling myself. When in reality he might just be sleeping or honestly just taking a personal day but for me the person that I am I like knowledge and I like to talk so it's hard especially when two people love each other so much and they take um some time apart just to think um about who they're becoming not necessarily with the fear that they're not going to be together but just purely for the fact of like Who am I? Who am I becoming? Is this someone that I endorse? Am I being authentic to myself? Am I being redirected? It's a time for both of us to kind of step back and view ourselves subjectively. And say, what am I bringing to the table and what am I not? What am I lacking? How do I disappoint? What what can I do different? Because... I don't think anybody wants to be in a stagnant relationship where nothing ever changes and they're unhappy. And it's not that Chris and I are, because Chris does amazing things for me. But I feel like with what I need right now, I feel like it's changing. And I don't know how to explain it, but I know that I just know that, I just know that I'm growing and I'm learning. And so I will keep you guys up to date as I keep myself up to date. Good night. DFR, define the relationship. People used to talk about this growing up like, what are we? Are we dating? Are we not dating? Is he seeing somebody else? Like, what's going on? And as I've grown up, and now that I'm actually in a committed relationship where I'm engaged to another person, I still find myself trying to define the relationship. Um, me and Chris, we're in love with each other and that's clear to us but we also know that there are things that we need to work on separately like growing with who we are and figuring out our individual path um, seeing our own worth um, finding our own expression and i think that sometimes we can get those lines blurred when we spend so much time with another person which is what chris and i do so i have been driving just the last few days like through Colorado and Utah and Moab and trying to define the relationship like what is like what is going to happen and I messaged a friend of mine and kind of talked to him about relationships and things that he's been through and him and his partner they don't they don't live in the same place but they see each other every weekend or they go on a trip every weekend and so every time they see each other it's new and it's exciting and they get that cardinal desire that you lose after you've been complacent in a relationship after so long. And so I thought, why couldn't Chris and I take time to live in completely different places and still make 100% effort to be committed to our relationship, but choose to be a part and choose to grow separately in order to grow together. Because we already know how strong we are together. We've already seen what we can create together. But we've lost sight of us. We've lost sight of who we are as our own men. And what we can really offer. Because we keep things in our emotional wastebasket. And we use them against one another. And we see things and we get triggered by words or phrases or emotions. And we retreat. And we don't live authentically or share our truest, our truest thoughts. Because we don't want uh, to hurt the other person. Or we don't want to trigger them. Or we don't want to make them feel a change from going from a good mood to a bad mood but ultimately you you have to be willing to have these conversations if you actually care about somebody like not everything is always great and it's 100% okay to admit that because that's not life like if you're in the arena and you're trying to win and you're trying to participate in life it's not always going to be easy but you have to be willing to show up And you have to be willing to be very intentional and say, I am here. This is what I need. And I need you to respect my boundary, and I will respect respect yours. But let's figure out a common ground and something that can work for both of us. Think about it and define your relationship.